welcome to another episode of That's a Wrap podcast. I'm your co-host, Jay Rosales, live from an undisclosed location. <laughs> we are finally recording live and to- in the same room. Together, finally, this is... Okay, to be clear, this is not the first time we've ever met. We've, we've known each other for some time. Wait, you're, you're, you're Jason, right? Yes, you're, I, you're Dre, right? I, okay. I don't know I think, who I wait, am. Who are you? Yeah. <laughs> well, how do I sound like this? <laughs> <laughs> well, this is kind of cool, man. This is the first time we actually got together to do this podcast. Again, this is off-season, but what better time to do it to get together to talk Raptors, to talk basketball, than in an undisclosed location. We won't tell anybody it's actually in Andreas' uh, basement. <laughs> <laughs> I've got my own house. Wouldn't that be it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, this is cool. This is monumental. Yeah, this is, um, it's been tough scheduling this, but luckily we've been able to. And now that we're doing this, yeah, I wish we could just keep doing this, but it's hard. It's hard to to get this to work every week. But the fact that we got it now, let's enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah. So that's exactly what we're going to do. We're going to have some conversations, do some things that are a bit harder to do over the internet and the airwaves and satellites and all of that. We're going to do some in-person stuff. It's going to be better chemistry, better laughs, yeah. and better stupidity from yours truly. <laughs> this is it should Andreas. be good. It should be good. And yeah. like, and, and, and the great part uh, about this, I think you touched upon in terms of like, this is getting kind of hard to to organize this is uh, someone who is a former Raptor is having a hard time of his own. And I'm speaking yeah. about Jeremy Lin. Uh, and yes. I think that's a, mm. a, a great start to this pod. Yeah. Um, quick reminder, this is uh, being recorded on a Wednesday night. And this is a podcast that's by fans, for fans. And we're, we were fans. I, I will admit, I think all of us were fans of... of what Masai did when he brought on Jeremy Lin mm-hmm. back in February, um, mm-hmm. how times have changed. Uh, and now it looks like Jeremy Lin is uh, taking free agency pretty hard. Yeah. And, you know, his recent comments about, you know, the reality of the NBA and how he feels like, and I, I think he's not the only one who feels his way, but he feels like the league's kind of given up on him and, mm-hmm. Um, I think that's a great way to start off this pod and figure out what do you guys think? Like, what do you think in terms of, you know, his comments? Is there some truth to it? Do you agree? Do you disagree? Um, where, where are you at with this? It's, nowadays, it's extremely hard to be a not perfect or highly coveted NBA player. Before we started recording, we were making jokes about JaVale McGee. But in all seriousness, I think he's a prime example of how a reputation, either through social media or one of the shows, can seriously tank a career. Because back in the day, you didn't have to necessarily worry about all of that. What was being broadcast the most was the game and perhaps post-game interviews. Mm -hmm. But nowadays, it's hard. And let's be honest, Jeremy Lin, unfortunately, became somewhat of a meme during this championship run where it's like, Wow, congratulations to this player who's not Carmelo Anthony. It's Jeremy Lin, the finally a Nick from this roster who won a ring or whatever. And he's unfortunately got a reputation because, let's be honest, the guy has a lot of turnovers, but he has what a lot of even better players don't have. And I'm going to admit it, it's heart. The guy definitely, mm-hmm. he makes turnovers because the guy's trying to play the best that he can. He's trying to do the best game. 
And in, in all seriousness, looking at teams and everything, is Jeremy Lin the worst player in the league, free agency or signed? No. Yeah, absolutely. There's, he's not the greatest by any stretch, but the fact that a champion is suffering and struggling to get signs to a team, even the the same Knicks that got nothing this free agency, I get why it looks so hard because it's almost like I have fought for so much and literally winning a title doesn't even grant me a ticket to any team. Mm-hmm. And it sucks because the guy the guy tries really hard, but he um he's known for the Lin the Lin sanity thing. He's known for the memes, for the jokes online, and it's unfortunate because while they're a bit funny, the guy's got a drive and a heart that many players wish that they had in the league. And it's something that we're forgetting as viewers that this guy isn't just a, a schmuck. He he tries. Yeah, and, and I, I'm glad that you brought up like the fact that he has heart. And I think that, I mean, if, in order to be in this type of league and, and how kind of cutthroat it is, you really think about it, is it's, it's hard to have to keep that much positivity and that much heart to it. And, and I, and I, and I want to kind of focus more towards like the emotion that he brought out when he was interviewed. Like, I think he was in China Mm -hmm. and, and he was showing a lot of emotion. You can tell. Right. And I also saw a lot of backlash about like, you know what? You can't like, don't feel sore for this guy. He's a multimillionaire. True. Fine. And he's a championship. Yes. Fine. But at the same time, it's like, this is his livelihood, you know? So when I, I never remember when, um, I think it was Rudy Gobert when he wasn't selected into the All-Star game yep. and he started crying too and he got a lot of crap for that and I don't know why because like for someone like Jeremy Lin who puts so much effort and so much heart and he's been bounced around so many times and he's finally showing emotion like that shows me as a fan that it's it's one it's his livelihood it's two it's it's he's given so much to the game that he feels that has not given back to him mm-hmm. and we don't know what that feels like. We can only take it in parts of like what we know in our own lives, right? We put a lot into the work that we do, and if it doesn't give come back to us, we feel emotional, right? So I just want to put it out there that it's okay for men in that position to show emotion, to let out the tears, to tell people, it's like, you know what? This shit is hard, man. And I want you to know that this is rock bottom for me. And I feel like that's a lot... Uh, of courage for someone like Rudy Gobert and someone like Jeremy Lin in that position to show that kind of um, emotion. You know what I mean? That's that, that's something that I'm glad that we brought this up because Jeremy Lin is not the subject of him not being a free is a free agent is one subject. The Jeremy Lin of showing emotion is another subject. Yeah, and uh, I'll quickly pass it over to you, Jay, in a second. But I just I hate two notions that happen with with this league first off showing emotions is stupid why is it fine to cheer and celebrate but when lebron james cries because he wins a title that's weak mm-hmm. why is it when joel Embiid gets knocked out second round with one shot at the very end where they could have continued into overtime why is that a weakness i first off i think that's just stupid clearly it's this is their li- not just their livelihoods. It's just flat out their lives. They mm-hmm. they wanted to play. They wanted to get to this level, and that's that. That's first off where I think it's silly that a lot of fans in twenty nineteen still think that that's a respectable way to to gauge somebody. And I think it's stupid. The second thing is assuming that 
as soon as you're in the NBA, you've made it. Oh, you've made millions, this and this. Millions, but you don't have work afterwards if you're not like a Jalen Rose yep. or a or a, the Jet Smith or a Charles Barkley, who's just inherently hilarious but has a little bit of basketball IQ. You don't have a job afterwards. You've got to make it work. Like if you're somebody like an Allen Iverson or a Delonte West who just didn't know how to cut it afterwards, mm-hmm. millions is nothing. So like this idea that you've made it, oh, you've got millions in this and this, it's all about perspectives. And I feel like a lot of people conveniently in positions like this have very bad ones. Uh, Jay, what do you think? I think that the the angle that Jeremy Lin is coming from, if you think about his, his past, right? Four years at Harvard. I mean, anyone graduating from Harvard, you've accomplished something in life. Whether or not you even get a job after. Let alone that he, the the Linsanity craziness that, that kind of came upon that. And to top off his career, and not saying his career is over, but like, He's got a championship now. So mm-hmm. I think that the, the the backlash that he's receiving is you have accomplished a whole lot in your career, something that anyone would dream of accomplishing. So why are you complaining about the NBA giving up on you when, in actuality, you had nine good years? Um, you know, bas- basketballreference.com um, has a similarity score um, calculator, which kind of calculates how your the win shares that you accumulate every year, if there's someone in the NBA in, in its history has a similar trajectory as you. And the closest one to him through nine years is Eric Gordon. Ooh. And if you think about Eric Gordon's career, very accomplished, mm-hmm. key cog in the Houston Rockets, he doesn't have a championship. You think he wouldn't mind switching places with Jeremy Lin? Um, and I think another point, point. in terms of, of his reaction and him being very open about how sad he is um, and just laying it all out there, similar to the Rudy Gobert example, is let's think about Kyle Lowry after the DeMar DeRozan trade. Everyone wanted a reaction, and he bit his, his lip, didn't want to say anything, A, because he didn't want to alienate the team that he's still on, and B, he didn't want to hurt the friendship that he has with, with DeRozan. Another example, Kawhi Leonard. All we want is something out of his mouth saying, hey, I'm glad to be a Raptor. Hey, Toronto, thanks for all the the great memories. Nothing came out of him. So while we are asking for someone like Kawhi Leonard to give us more about his feelings, here's Jeremy Lin laying it all out there. I I don't care that I've had an amazing career and I have had so much that I've accomplished and everyone would dream of having a career like mine. I just want a title. I just, yeah, exactly. I am still down. I have these high goals for myself. I graduated from Harvard. I became an overnight sensation in New York. I'm an NBA champion. I still want those heights. And that's all I've known my entire career. So uh, maybe it's a bit exaggerated, his feelings in terms of the NBA has given up on him. But uh, I think, if anything, it's a, it's a motivating factor for him. And mm-hmm. we're going to see him come back amazing advocate for, you know, Asian American basketball, an amazing advocate for just, you know, starting from the bottom and moving your way up wherever he ends up, Mm -hmm. whether it's the NBA, whether it's in Asia, whether it's in Europe, he will absolutely land on his feet. So Mm -hmm. um, kudos to him for for bringing that up. And uh, I only see him moving up. Yeah. And I think people don't understand or realize someone of his stature in the Asian community. He is... E freaking enormous. So to be on, and he knows that stage too. To be able to get there and 
kind of show that emotion too. Kind of, it gives uh, somebody of you know my myself or my you know uh, one day kids or something like that, and the, the young people of today in the Asian community, they they looking up, to, they are looking up to Jeremy Lin, someone that they can see uh, that someone like them show emotion, and that's okay is is huge too. So that, I feel like I want to take that into consideration as well of how LeBron James is king. Of course, he's a global right. But the Chinese community is, if not, like, you know, second to none. And Jeremy Lin may not be the best player in this NBA, but globally his reach is incredible. So I, I want that community to see and be okay with him showing emotion too. Yeah. And, and, and along those same lines, I mean, Jeremy Lin is just one person who has been very vocal about it. There's a ton of NBA players who have not been as vocal as Jeremy Lin, but right. are in the same boat. I'm thinking of J.R. Smith, Carmelo Anthony, yep, yep. Nick Young, Vince Carter. All these players are currently not on a roster. They all have very storied careers, very accomplished. Uh, they have a lot to offer to any NBA team. If you think about all the teams that are actually at the bottom, like all the lottery teams that you project for next year, all of them could use these guys, and yep. yet they're still unemployed. So are we as fans supposed to feel sorry for them? Or is this just more, this is just the way basketball is going? There are guys that that currently don't fit the mold of what a current NBA star is. Uh, someone who has that two-way um, effectiveness or doesn't have a specific elite skill that makes him stand out above the rest or maybe that your your skill that you thrived on, whether it was the mid-range shot, which is slowly dying out, is just not a hot commodity anymore. Is there is I mean, is this how we're supposed to feel? Is this kind of like the way the sport's moving? Like, what do you guys think? I think it'll slowly switch back to how it was in time, but I think this is the result of the super team era because you had ten years before you had Shaquille O'Neal not doing the Dwayne Wade jersey swap thing. He basically was just collecting the jerseys. He was just going on so many teams. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. he he yeah. actually literally tweeted out that he has the entire rainbow of jerseys, like green for the Celtics, yellow for the Lakers, etc. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you had Tracy McGrady hopping to, like, the Spurs or whatever other team. You had these rounds where these pl- kind of players were being picked up. But in a super team era, you just had to get what looked amazing on paper and it unfortunately scrubs away these types of players who if you're not a Raptors or a Grizzlies or a Spurs like these kind of older thinking teams with the textbook mentalities you just were never ever going to be considered like at all and unfortunately again with the whole social media and everything presence is is a thing so when Carmelo Anthony, who certainly shouldn't be a starter as he wishes, but is far from like the scrub that he's being pointed out as, played a few games as a rocket, it didn't go well, the guy got tossed into the bin and was never picked up since. I mean, I I know for sure that I was joking about it after some episodes <laughs> last year, but in, in all seriousness, it is sad because, again, with the super team era, you needed like the best of the best and this just wouldn't cut it uh, with social media and everything. If a guy's being lambasted, like people stay away from them. Mm-hmm. And that's a big reason again, why JaVale McGee had such a stigma around him. The guy's a goof, but the guy's also really good. Mm-hmm. 
So um, yeah, I, I think it's the 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 nature of the sport too, and I think there's the nature of sports in general, right? And and I can't we, again, we're not professional athletes. We're not in this. You know, we're not superstars in anything. So we don't know. We have no idea. But I feel like there's a part of when when people, men and women, go into professional sports, they know what they're getting into in their own. Um, I guess, respected sport. For the NBA, um, like you said, Dre, it's a good point where when you have someone like a super team, you have you, you bring those you know superstars together, that kind of doesn't leave very much room for someone like a Jeremy Lin or Vince Carter. But at the same time, you know, you there is some sort of there's sympathetic feeling that these guys, by the time that they're our age, they're, they're known as old, right? They're known as scrubbed. So there's a little bit of that sympathy that I kind of feel for them. Like at age 30 that I am now, I don't know what the hell I'm doing regardless, even if I do have a full-time We're job. We're just figuring it out. Exactly. And the fact that Jeremy Lin's like, I might be down on my luck at, he's literally 30, right? I think so. Or like 28 or 29 or something like that, right? Uh, yeah, so, I think he's like 30 on the nose. So yeah. if you're forced, quote unquote, to retire from something that you've known for your entire life, that's hard, man. Like, you know, like that's why these free agents are, are, will continue to find a spot in, in Europe or China and all, hopefully in the NBA because that's all they know. The big three. Or the big three, right? And, and you know, people joke that the big three isn't, isn't like a real league, but, I mean, they get paid. They get paid to what, the, what they're good at, you know? And that's kind of what we're trying to do. At age 30, I couldn't even fathom the thought about, like, settling down. <laughs> you know what I mean? So th- I guess it's, it's more like the perspective that we have to think about. Like, this is in the NBA. This is the profession that they've chosen. Some I can't, I can't put everybody in the same boat because, of course, some people had to do it for their livelihood in order to save their families. And, like, every situation is different, right? But at the same time, it's like I feel bad but I have to dial it back because this is what they chose. Yeah. Too. And if we think about like, there's what, what's, what's uh, the population in the world? 8 billion or whatever it is. Right. Only 450 are actually on a roster. Right. That's right. Exactly. 0.0001% of the world's that, population have this as their profession. That's right? why I, I think the draft is so skewed. Talking about 450, yeah. you're talking about 60 people, 60 kids being drafted in one year in the entire world, yeah. that's complete BS. We know not every part of the world's being considered. Oh, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. If Only you, a little bit of it now is thinking, okay, you know, the, the African continent is being looked at now. Yeah. Chinese continent is looking being looked at now. Like, it's just now. But only asking. if you have money, if you can pay for the agents, if you can pay for these, for, for, for a lot of things. Yeah. It's hard to have just the natural raw talent, but be in the wrong place and not have enough. Right. I, th- I think that's just another feather in the cap for Masai. What he's doing with Basketball Without Borders is just... Oh, he's scouting. Oh, you yeah. You know he's been scouting with Basketball Without oh, Borders too. Absolutely. And like, I mean, take that a step further. And like, it's too bad that we couldn't get uh, Antetokounmpo's brother, yeah. uh, you know, lost out on the waiver claim there. But he's, yeah. he's, he's making moves for the future. And, uh, you know, it's, I mean... And if we're going to be talking about the future, another topic that has come up um, quite a bit since becoming champions is the thought of raising jerseys into the rafters. Yes. And Jay, I'm going to pass this one over to you. I think you know about it a bit more than me. Uh, in terms of 
a, a certain super fan yeah. talking about a certain former finals MVP. Uh. <laughs> well, shout out Nav Badia, super fan of uh, the Toronto Raptors. He is like the spokesperson now. He's probably bigger than, in a Raptors community, he's probably bigger than, or of the same par of Drake. I would, I'd, I'd I would say, agree. I think I so, agree. right? He uh, deserves he deserves to be the, the spokesperson. Yeah, I'm 100%. Just so when he was asked about, like, do you should we put Kawhi Leonard's jersey up in the Raptors? And he said, absolutely not. And, I agree with it because you have to read the rest of it too. So he also pointed out that it wasn't just Kawhi. It was the team. It was Freddie Van Vliet. It was Serge Bach, Kyle Lowry. If you're going to put anybody in the Raptors, put everybody in the Raptors. And that's what we are doing. We're putting up the banner. So I think Kawhi Leonard is a huge factor of why we got the championship, but he was just a part of a core a group of people why we got there. So I 100% agree with him. I think Kawhi Leonard is one of, if not the best player that we ever had, but not the best Raptor we've ever had. Yeah. And so if there was anybody who was going to be a per- first person to, if we're talking about, you know, the first Raptor to be up in the Raptors, it should either be Kyle Lowry. Uh, that's my number one pick. Yeah. Uh, Damar or Vince Carter. So for Kawhi, I don't think so. At this moment, he didn't... I mean, he chose to go home, and I don't blame him for that, and I don't think anyone should. But he shouldn't be considered to be... Let alone be the first person to go up in the rafters. I 100% agree. Yeah, I I also agree. I, at this point, I think if Kawhi is going to do well with the Clippers, which I hope he does, as one of my favorite players, I certainly hope that he does. I think this win in terms of Kawhi, is more a blip in his legacy more than he is to ours. Where I Did we need him to win? Absolutely. We needed all of the pieces to win. There were games where, you know, when we had the post-game pods, we would joke, oh, no, he had a bad game. He only scored 19. Um, <laughs> that's obviously we needed him. Yeah. But he wasn't the literal only reason why we won a championship. And even if he was regardless... He he went to go to another team. And I think if we were to do that, that would basically be discrediting everybody else on the team. Right. That would basically be our way of saying, like, it's at that point, it's fining over something we can't have anymore. He's not going to come back. Like, there's no reason to. I honestly think when Kyle Lowry hoisted the trophy up first, that said enough that he... Currently is like, yeah, the best option for the Raptor, like the Raptor of all time. Absolutely. And knowing that it's like retiring Kawhi's jersey just doesn't make much sense. But see, with okay, with that being said, yes, the fact that we had like a championship run um, and now that Kawhi is no longer a Raptor. Do you think that he should be considered now the enemy or is he kind of like in the realm of the Raptor lore now? He definitely is a part of the lore. Um, but as you said, I will always consider him or until the next, until we get Giannis or something, <laughs> I will always consider him one of the best, if not the best Raptor to ever don the jersey. But I won't consider him the best Raptor at all because it's kind of like, I don't know. It's like, I, I don't know what to compare it to. Like a quick marriage that went well or something. It, the person's no longer family, but it worked and yeah. it was, it was great while it lasted, but the family, it, like it's gone. It was so quick that there's no, the roots didn't go into the ground. The plant was uprooted very quickly to the point that the remnants are just 
not there, whereas all the other plants are. So, mm-hmm. but it, it, I think the the situation of Kauai him being a raptor was very unique. Yes, though, because again, we've never had somebody like his status and his stature and his talent to be there. So, yeah. I understand. Like, you know, as a fan, I felt a connection to him because he brought us to the promised land, if you really think about it, right? So part of the raptor lore, yes, he is going to be in there because he's the first guy to kind of elevate the status of what the, what to be a raptor is, right? You know, like now we forever, it's going to be a, a former, cha- well, at least for this year, it's going to be a championship Toronto Raptors, you know what I mean? So like he's part of it, but as as long as he's donning a different jersey, I I always come back to it. Like my wife would always be like, you know, when Demar left or when when Demar got traded or JB got traded, it was no longer her team. It's not something that the the team that you got used to watching and that you started to love. But at the same time, it's like who we're not really um, cheering for the name on the back. We're cheering for the logo in the front. Right, that's what I think. Right, and and I'm in the same boat as Dre in terms of I can't think of another example of this uh, where where someone just swoops in for one year and just brings you to the promised land. Agreed with both of you. This was not a one man show. Um, I guess the closest example I could think of is if you think about the the Hall of Fame. Uh, to get into the Hall of Fame, you're not getting in there with one or two or three amazing seasons you're getting there with longevity with mm-hmm. years of experience and if we think of lifting your jersey up to the raptors as a raptors hall of fame as it were one year is not enough to get you up yeah, there 100%. so i think that's the closest example yeah i can come up with um but yeah i mean i i don't know what we'll do we'll probably do something during the season in tribute to him to kind of thank yeah. him for everything he's I, done I, I do have a question though yeah so when he uh, I, I know that he got a lot of crap about like not thanking the Raptors a lot uh, or enough, but I, I look at this two ways. I look at this two ways. I understand that the the where Kawhi like he's he's very you know uh, I guess he's not a very uh, he's a not an extrovert. He's an inter, in, introvert, and um, when he was showing emotion as a Clipper, it's because he's home. Like, that's exactly what he wanted, right? And, and that's why when he was so happy, it was like, you know what? At the same time, I'm happy for him because this is what he wanted now. And the other side, as a Raptor fan, he kind of gave a half-assed thank you because he he he, um, we, he brought us to the promise. And yes, but we also, the Raptors organization also brought him back into MVP consideration, if you really think about it. Right, because he's he's a talent, hundred percent. But without the training staff, without Alex McKechnie, without the load management, I don't think he would be in this position either. So, I see the two sides. I want to know what you guys are at. Yeah, I, I think there was something that he said in terms of when he said his thank you, and you know, I hate to be this because I, I'm I feel like I'm being a hypocrite because I felt like okay, he said his thank you, I'm good with that, I'm gone. But if you really think about the wording he said, when he said, for example. I like to thank the doctors. I thought he was talking about Alex McKenzie. Exactly. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then he said, "From a big boy." I'm like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. And to clump the entire organization to, I like to thank the Raptors organization. And let's talk about the restaurants. Like, I mean, there is yeah. you can absolutely nitpick some of the things he said and overanalyze it, which is kind of what I'm doing right now. Um, but yeah, he he never actually said 
names in his thank you. You know, he never thanked Masai for mm-hmm. helping rejuvenate or Alex. I thought for sure he would thank Alex McKechnie. Yeah. But yeah. Um, it's a shame he didn't. So And then when he said that he doesn't have social media, but last time when he got traded from the Raptors, from the Spurs to the Raptors, he released something which comes now that I think about it, it was like it wasn't him. It was his PR. Yeah. Right. 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 There's still ways say what you will about not having social media. But there are ways to get messaging out there. Right. Use Uncle Dennis for all you can. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Get it out there. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. I mean, uh, I, I'm kind of in the same boat where I, I, I understand, but I also am kind of picking it apart. I think, uh, I think that um, we, we knew going into this that the guy doesn't have a lot of social media and everything. Maybe he learned from the last time that that PR move was something that didn't go over well, so he stayed away from that. He's obviously something That's to fair. learn from his mistakes. I didn't think about that. And the worst thing to remember about all of this is this wasn't just a news or press conference. This was a Clippers conference. So how much could he say when, you know, I don't remember the guy's name, the GM, was like treating it like it was like, the Ballmer. monster truck rally <laughs> screaming and like, or like it was like this crazy like event. Like he was like in a, like a televangelist or something. Like I was going nuts. Um, I don't, his name's escaping me right Steve, now. Steve Ballmer. Steve Ballmer. Ballmer there he's, we go. He's <laughs> unfortunately and unfortunately he's like that every day. So yeah, he'll be very entertaining throughout yeah. the season. And he can be since he's like, what the seventh richest man in America or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Damn. I'd be that happy about just, Picking up coffee and be like, wow, this is the best. <laughs> um, but, you know, the whole thing was Clippers oriented and it was about the, the looking the looking ahead. So, I mean, it it's, it's tough because you also can't expect a lot of statements and everything from Kawhi because he never does them, period. Right. So when this is the only opportunity, you have to take it with a grain of salt because, like, What's you going to do, uh, celebrate the Raptors the entire time? We want that. We think that's appropriate. But when you have, like, Bomber treating it like it's, like, the UFC fight of the night kind of thing, and everybody's going crazy, and the Knicks are still crying. <laughs> Good. Uh, like, you, it's, it's tough, because how do, you, how do you keep saying, oh, but wait, but by the way, like, I'd like to thank Kyle Lowry. I'd like to thank this dude. I'd like to thank that dude. Yeah. Like, I just tried to deal with brevity and his usual awkward non-social self. And that's that's what it is. It could have been better, but it is what it is. At least there's something. That's the way I see it. Because yeah. uh, unfortunately, as a Raptors organization, we certainly dealt with, and I hate to keep beating this dead horse, a lot worse, uh, a lot of morning. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, and the fact that, that, that Kawhi is no longer here, I mean, the, the, the domino effect of that is, you know, if, if he had resigned, we were going to get a Christmas day game for the first time ever and now i i don't know i don't think we are anymore no i don't know if i'm in the minority (laughs) or the majority here guys are are we getting christmas day game anyone no bueller bueller (laughs) how much do you want to bet that we don't (laughs) (laughs) i'm willing to actually bet money that the stupid ass Knicks will get a game over us probably Oh, that's Probably, very likely. Yeah. and they're going to be like, yeah. "Let's be honest here," and it's not just a bias here. At most, like bottom five, if not the worst team in the league, and they will still get a game over us. Yeah, Knicks, Knicks Pelicans, uh, <laughs> well, Zion <laughs> versus RJ? versus Barrett yeah. In, yeah. in Christmas. Actually, maybe? that's exactly it. That's exactly what Didn't the line. Did we have like a 
Wizards versus Bucks one year or something yeah, it was, like that. It was horrible. Like, it was and not like during their Anyone good years. but Toronto <laughs> on Christmas. Yeah, it was it was ridiculous. No, I don't think we're gonna have uh, a Christmas Day game. Do I care? I care less than I did before. Good. You know? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I thought about it, and I think the only... I know that one of our first episodes, we thought... Uh, one of our first few episodes, we were talking about the Christmas Day game that we don't have one. And the only thing I was uh, kind of negative about is because those jerseys are dope. Those right. Jer- the, the, the merchandise for the Raptors. I mean, we have such a good PR for the Raptors, and I know that our jersey would be so sweet, and how they market it would be so good. That's the only reason. As... A fan of like the game, how much do you really watch the game? And let's say that we get one, we're not going to get prime time. There's no way we're going to get eight o'clock where we all watch it, eat and eat dinner and watch it and everything like that. We're going to get like the twelve thirty or ten thirty or something like that or the two thirty. So I don't. I, again, I wish we had one, and it should because you know we're ex we're uh, champions, but I don't think we're going to. Mm. If Kawhi yeah. stayed, we would have because oh. that would have been yeah. that team. He's still being talked about as possibly the greatest player in the league right now. He got what like what like twelve votes out of like the twenty elite yeah. voters, and then Giannis came second, and I think James Harden got like two. Regardless, he was like it was a unanimous vote, yeah. and that that goes back to what you were saying earlier. This conversation wouldn't have been had had it not been not just the Raptors, but like any opportunity that would have you know brought out what he can do and he could be the leader and the best two-way player in the game back again, erase all of that bad stigma with the Spurs. If that had happened, sure. But because it's not, unfortunately, and um, this is something I alluded to, to uh, that article that I wrote. uh, Yeah. By the way, Andres is going to be uh, featured on Peter K's life and repeat. Will the Raptors be uh, have a Christmas day game? So check that out. I believe it's going to come out uh, next week sometime, but Check out Peter K on, on Twitter at Life and Repeat. Which I'm very grateful for the opportunity. Mm-hmm. I thank him greatly. Uh, spoiler alert, the answer is no. Um, <laughs> but uh, what I said in there is now this asterisk that people were talking about, uh, oh, no, the Warriors are down or whatever. Now this whole season is an asterisk. It's This is the championship team without Kawhi. There's going to be this... The, the the reigning champions without Kawhi. They're so. still a good team without Kawhi. Exactly, but nobody's going to do that because you know why? The American media just won't let it. And you know what controls the Christmas Day games? American media. So therefore, we're not getting one. Uh, I'm going to go contrarian on this and okay. say we will get one. Um, and that will be the day that the Raptors visit L.A. to face the Clippers. Ooh, uh, there is this, only one. They don't, okay, do the Clippers? Do we play them twice? Once in LA and one in Korea. Yeah, one away, correct. one here. And the West Coast trip for the Raptors typically happens in December. So, with that in mind, hmm. I mean, the one visit to the Clippers again. This wouldn't be the day where uh, I mean, if 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 the NBA schedulers are smart about it, the that won't be the first time the Raptors will face the Clippers. Hopefully that first game will happen, you know, at Scotiabank Arena earlier on in the season. Um, but the reason why I say that the Christmas Day um, theoretically would be in LA would be because then they still get their, um, I guess, their American media numbers, it, which is all they really want out of this. Yeah, I, I know they're still losing a lot because of the Canadian uh, viewers don't count, but the fact that it'll be the reunion game against Kawhi um, in LA. Uh, then you then you possibly can get a prime slot for that. 
yeah. um, for that kind of matchup. I'd want to agree with you, but the uh, the L.A. versus L.A. is just too juicy. Yeah, I know. You know? Uh, I, yeah. I feel like true. that would be the, the, the prime time. The claw game. versus the brow. I mean... The King versus PG-13. The King yeah. versus the George. Does he have like <laughs> yeah. the playoff P, but like yeah. it's not the playoffs. So. Yeah. That the would King be, versus the George. I would love to see a Raptors versus Kawhi. I just feel like it would be more so. If, if they're going to lose a certain team's or a certain demographic or like a, a state's um, numbers, they might as well just keep it in L.A. That's true. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's, That's my true. only about that. Yeah, yeah. No, and, and I'll be honest, I wasn't hundred percent buying that. I was just trying to be contrarian. But yeah. <laughs> to be honest, yeah, I, I agree with you, Dre and, and Jay. Like I probably won't get one, but I mean that's not a bad time to have it. Uh, but I do agree with you both that like on all LA Christmas Day games just gotta happen. Yeah. Um and on that note, uh, we should probably take a quick uh, commercial break because we've got something exciting on the other side. Yeah, it's either gonna be exciting or very embarrassing. Maybe both. Maybe both. Yeah, yeah. Let's cool. see. <laughs> Well, that was a nice break. Uh, sadly, one that the Raptors don't get with Christmas games. Anyways, uh, <laughs> nice, nice. What do we got next? Uh, we've got something exciting, guys. Um, so I figured since this is our first in-person pod where we can exploit our physical capabilities here, we're going to do something a little bit fun because it's the off-season. And yes, we've got some juicy deets, but we also don't have much airtime capacity for what we can talk about. So... Let's do a little bit of learning about ourselves as Raptors fans. <laughs> Everyone say their name and what they like. I'm so worried. <laughs> and uh, basically, this is um, a pod-friendly version of Truth or Dare, where we're going to have to answer very, very difficult Raptors-related questions or do the dare that we pick up. So we basically have a bunch of sheets here, which obviously you at home cannot see. But this is why we need you a can. YouTube channel. We, we you should can, also preface this that it. we don't know what we wrote. Yeah. Like yeah. a lot of We only know what, know what we ourselves yeah. wrote, but I yeah, don't know what you I guys have wrote. I no idea what the other guys yeah. wrote. So each, and I'm petrified. The three of us wrote down a Raptor's Truth, two of them, and also a dare that has to do with some something that obviously not malicious, something like yeah. that has to do with something funny or maybe embarrassing, something you might have to do on your tweet or Facebook or something like that. But regardless, the truth is Raptor's related, the dares are not probably not <laughs> so if you're familiar with spill your guts fill your guts on the james corden show it's kind of like that you choose the answer or you choose to do the uncomfortable thing luckily we're not eating anything gross so we're just going to do some um, some decent dares All so right. uh, who wants to go first so i'll pick what one truth one dare yeah so at right. random jay's picking one truth and one dare so you pick All them right. both at once uh, also if i end up picking my own i'm throwing it back in. yeah I'm yeah just, exactly. that, that should be a rule too Okay, so yeah. which one should we read first? The truth or the dare? The truth. So okay. it's like you can answer this or you can do this. Should should I, should Dre read the truth and I read the dare or something like that? Okay, fine. So you read the truth, Dre. Okay. And the dare you okay. read Jay. Oh luckily it's 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 one of my truths. Okay. So the truth is <laughs> this is also yours too. Oh damn, okay, here we go. <laughs> uh, both both from my uh from my brain. Uh Jay, the truth is, would you f still follow the Raptors if they went to a new unlikable American city? Oh, that's a good question. Oh. Or, or do you want to choose the, the dare. dare? What's the dare? Most embarrassing crush moment at high school. Uh, this is good. This is tough. Oh, man, this is tough. Okay. So, like, let's say I they think... went to, like, 
somewhere in Alabama or something. Like that. <laughs> yeah. No disrespect to Ohio like our state Raptors. I'll be honest. I think the answer that comes to mind is actually the truth more than the dare. Like thinking about how I would react if the if the Toronto franchise moved to another city, yes. because I can't for some reason think of an embarrassing. What was the question again? Embarrassing, embarrassing crush? Something embarrassing crush that moment. happened yeah. with a crush you had in high school. Like yeah. you fell in front of them or you spelled yeah. ice cream on yourself. I can't honestly think. Yeah, but see, you're, yours is a high school sweetheart though, no? No, uh, Yeah, but but the, the, the question was about crushes. Ah, uh, fair. Right? That yeah, could be yeah, a girl yeah. that I liked who didn't like me back, right? Which fair. is, there was plenty of them. Oh, well. <laughs> I just, but I, I just can't think of, I can't think of, I can't think of an embarrassing thing that, oh man. I kind of wish I could answer that, but okay, I'll answer the the Raptors one. The truth is, um, if they were to move to another city, it doesn't even matter where, I would follow them. Okay. Uh, nice. It, it kind of would depend on on the circumstance, but let's just say the scenario is some billionaire buys the team and decides to move them. Mm-hmm. That'll be tough. But, I mean, if if we've learned anything from what happened to Seattle... I think that they're eventually going to get a team back, whether it is the OKC Thunder or not. I think that we'd eventually get one back. Um, but also, it's, it's more like, the, it's not like we'd be adopting a new roster as well. So if it happened, let's say today, I'd still be cheering for Lowry and Siakam and Van Vliet. So Fair. I think I would cheer for the Alabama Raptors. <laughs> Alabama. <laughs> the Alabama State Raptors. <laughs> <laughs> all right, who's next? Who's next? Uh, I'll go next. I'll go, all right, next. I'll all go right, a little clockwise. So so I'll, take your, a, I'll take a true. Okay. Uh, this is this is good, guys. This is okay. good. And I'll take. Oh no! Like, uh, yeah. Just make sure. I, I just want to make sure it's. Yeah. Not make mine. sure it's not you who wrote right. it. Did I write this? Yes, I did. Okay. Okay. So take. I write dare. this. No, I did not. Okay. Okay. I'll take the dare this time. All you right. Can read the truth. I got the okay. truth. All right. Jason, truth. Who would you have sent away from starting five instead of Kawhi? Oh. Or you got to tweet this. Real talk, I miss Charlie Villanueva. <laughs> you don't want to tweet that. No, I'm kidding. There's nothing wrong with the guy. But Oh, shoot. Yo, I real talk, I do miss Charlie V. <laughs> tweet him right now. Uh-huh. I, I'm going to do, I'm gonna, I'll take this one. I'm going to tweet via that's a rap and be like, real talk, I miss Charlie V. Okay, so I'll while do that, that's I'll happening. I'll do that right now. But while that's happening, I'll pick a... Yeah. A dare and a truth. So we'll never sure. know who Jason okay, would have gotten rid of. Yeah, other than I, I, I almost we'll don't. I don't want to. To my Alabama Raptors, I don't want to tell you. <laughs> all right, all right, man, we're making some big moves here. Okay, so that's <laughs> all right, the, so that, the dare. So all right, uh, all right. I'm just going to put Charlie V because I don't know how to spell it on the wave. <laughs> what? Here, read off. Read off the. Okay. The thing. Yeah, I you even spelled it the, out for you, man. Yeah, did he really? You can tell I wrote that one. Nice. I'm not gonna lie. I, I like that. That was yours clearly. <laughs> uh, um, the first one I wrote was actually Milt Palacio, but oh, like, that would have been I would have been. I would. Damn it! You should have gone. I should have gone with draft number Charlie one. Charlie V. I was fine with the guy. Damn it! Like I'll even hashtag that's a wrap. So if, <laughs> if you guys are if listeners, if you see this, if you see this, now you, know you why. understand. Now you, know the now you understand. Okay. So okay. so Dre has picked out his truth and his dare. Okay. Yes. Uh, you see, guys, tweet. Uh, uh, it's gone out. Ma'am. All right, it's tweeted out. Okay. So who's got the truth? You right. got, oh, you, uh, where is the dare? Okay. Yeah, this is that's this the, is the truth. Over here, yes. All right. So you read it off to Dre. Okay. Oh, this is mine. So Dre. Okay. Who is the best looking raptor of all time? The most handsomest. Okay. Or <laughs> the dare is repost your first picture you posted on Facebook. That's also mine. I thought that was amazing. 
That's solid. Oh. Uh, I usually don't mind the self-deprivation because it's it's just hilarious. Uh, are you getting notifications about Charlie? I just got the notification. <laughs> a tweet from That's Rap Podcast saying, real talk, I miss Charlie Villanueva. I don't mind uh, the self-deprivation, but... No, because like I'm comfortable with myself. If I gotta pick the best looking raptor of all time, that's that's tough. I have to legitimately think about that, yeah. but I'm sure I can. Um, all time, uh, currently, I would say it's Kawhi. The dude looks like D'Angelo. You, I mean, come on. Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, Thank okay. you for the G- D'Angelo reference. Nice. But, but all time, though, uh, back in the day, I mean, we've got some real stunners like Junkyard Dog or Alvin <laughs> Williams. I mean, no, for real though. I mean, Damon was pretty good looking. Who? Or Damon Sotomayor was pretty good. Mighty Mouse is pretty He's okay. Yeah, I like them. He's I like okay. them. Uh, I don't want to go with the obvious Kawhi. It's like it's like that Simpsons episode where it's like stupid sexy Kawhi. <laughs> <laughs> stupid sexy letter. Judging by your reaction to uh, the earlier dare, I think you're going to say Charlie Villanueva, actually. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the guy was a looker. Jeez. <laughs> yeah. that, oh, he was fantastic. No. Um, who's it called? Runs okay. He's not bad. I would, you know what? I would have gone with uh, Garbajosa. Garbajosa, Young Garbajosa too, was the, with those locks. The, those. the Euro step. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's a Euro step in the right direction. And, and I'd probably yeah. go with Delfino, too. Delfino. Oh, uh, Delfino. Uh, I remember Delfino. He was okay. Yeah. Uh, I'd rather go um, Jorge Garbajosa. So, <laughs> sure. One, right. one of those eligible bachelors. Very good. So. All Very right. Good. For, your, for your entertainment, we've actually got two rounds of this. So, I've chosen. <laughs> Another truth and another dare. These ones here? Yep. Okay. Guys, hit me with them. All right. Okay, so you got to tell the truth. If not the Raptors, what else would you call this team? That's a dope question. That's yours. Ooh, yes, it is. Ooh, that's a good one. Or dare. Uh, you have to sing I Will Always Love You by Whitney Houston. Now we're talking whole song or we're talking just, just the, just the, the part. Just the part. Just the part. Yeah. That uh, part. You know what? I, you know, I actually wouldn't. Okay, I hate singing. <laughs> but I would have done the singing. Because the other shirt I was going to wear today was my Whitney Houston shirt. Ooh. No, I, obviously it was like between that and my <laughs> Jesse and the Rippers <laughs> Saved by the Bell shirt. All right. So with that in mind, I'm not going to sing. Um, oh, we're going to go with the truth here. Okay. What was the question again? Uh, what would you have called the franchise if not the Raptors? Oh, I might have referenced this in another pod. Maybe not actually. Maybe in a tweet. <laughs> the party but there was, there was a <laughs> <laughs> nice, very nice. Sorry, he's well done. Keep going. Uh, so there was a list of a hundred names that the Raptors could have been. Right. Yes. Yeah. And uh, the one that didn't make it was the. Uh, Toronto Saurus Rex, and oh, I would have really. Oh, you wanted the real answer? <laughs> my real, I'm judging by I'm judging by Dre's face. This is the, the joy of doing this in person. My joke answer would have been Toronto Saurus Rex. My real answer, I actually I don't even know if you guys were old enough to have voted. I voted. No, oh, I was not. There was an actual vote, and I voted for Bobcats. Or no, it was either Bobcats or Wildcats. That was one. I think it, yeah. it was. The, it was like their top 100. I voted for. Let's say I think it was like Bobcats, uh-huh. okay. and it made it to the final 10. And of course, I voted for it again. Yeah. It didn't, I know it didn't that there it. were towers. Yeah. Uh, tarantulas. Yeah. Pterodactyls was one of them. Or am I? Uh, yeah, I'm not too sure about that either. I yeah. Heard, I, I heard pterodactyls. Some as well. sort of cat. It could have been wildcat. That's the thing. Is like it was either bobcats, maybe not wildcats, and maybe huskies. But I remember yeah, voting yeah. for. A cat of yeah, some sort. Yeah. So that would have okay. been my... But this also answers your earlier question because that clearly proves you'd go with 
the Charlotte Bobcats if they were still around, if they were still the Bobcats. <laughs> All right. Uh, I believe... Uh, it's who's me. next? That's yeah, mine. Oh. Okay. All right, cool. That's the truth and that's a dare. All right, Jay. Well, not this one, it's the other one? I'm sorry? No, no. That, that's the one oh, you Oh, I thought you said that it was under your row. No. Right. No, 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 no. Okay. Yeah. So, oh, this is an interesting one. Best Raptors nickname in franchise history. And the dare is worst worst thing you've done on a job, and it can't be your current job because we want you to stay employed. <laughs> Who cares about the nickname? Worst, worst thing you've done on a job. I'm, oh. oh, I'm curious about that one. Mm. I wrote this one. I'm very happy about this one. There were, there were plenty of worse things. Oh. But I already did a dare. So I'm, ah, I, I, I'm, I'm going to answer the truth. And uh, it, was it Jose Calderon Ilmago? No, that was Bargnani. It, was it Bargnani? Okay, Bargnani. I knew it was somebody I didn't like. <laughs> you should not be named. Yeah, <laughs> I know. <laughs> Regardless, Ilmago was one of my favorites. Okay. Ilmago's a dope. Yeah. He's actually pretty dope. Yeah, so whenever it was like, you know, Ilmago for like three or something like that, it was like, I, you can say all you want with Andre and we've, Definitely said a lot about Mariani, yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> I try think, sharing his name. I think Omaga was one of my favorite nicknames, regardless of who it was. Right on. Yeah. Any like runners up? Uh, well, you kind of you can't go with Mighty Mouse. I mean, you can't go wrong Mighty with Mighty Mouse. Mouse. Junkyard Dog. Yeah, obviously. Junkyard Dog was really good. Um, Charlie V was actually pretty good. Yeah. Uh, Mo Pete's really good. Um, Mo Pete. Obviously, you have to go with you know Vincenity. Yeah. Of course. Boogie. I like Boogie Williams. Yeah, but it, 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 only because for me, I think it's synonymous with him. I can't just say Alvin Williams. Really, I've I, never I, I, noticed. I, I never said him as Boogie no, because I look at Boogie as Boogie cousins. cousins now. Yeah, that's what right. I see now. Oh, that's just thievery. <laughs> Maybe it's just the age gap. <laughs> this is like Dwight Howard trying to steal Superman from Shaq. It's yeah, like, yeah, exactly. No, no, cousins. It was Alvin Williams who had it first. Dwight so, Howard's yeah. got Superman now. I think that's what they call him. Superman <laughs> inside the NBA. I think wow. that's what they call him. Superman's in the building. Okay, oh speaking God. of Superman, uh, okay. let's see what I have to do. What okay, the last turn? truth and the last dare. Yeah, uh, I hope it's a really messed up dare. Let's see. So the truth is. Five seconds left. Down one. Raptors ball. Who shoots from the current roster? So no Kawhi. Current roster, yeah. Oh, that makes it hard. (laughs) That makes it hard. Or dare. Oh, sorry. Or dare. Tweet out your partner's nickname for you. Ooh. This was mine. (laughs) That's a good one. It's we no, we're tweeting it on that's a wrap. Just, that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> so it's going to be. You can all... go ahead on yours because you already got it set up because I don't have that around yeah. my phone. Yeah. Okay. Do you want to do that? Yeah. Because nice. I don't mind answering the question. I just nice. feel like you did a dare. I don't want you to be the only guy who did one. Oh. Wait, did I do a dare? I did both truths, didn't I? You did both truths. That's okay. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't even think about that. Oh, how do I even explain this? Uh... <laughs> no explanation. Just say it. Yeah, just say it. So am I? Am I explaining? Well, it? You have to explain it. I think. I think. Yeah, you can tweet it, but you can explain it for the for the folks listening. So I'm gonna tweet. So can you hear me still? Or? Yeah. So Andreas Babs. That's my Twitter handle. Uh, apostrophe s. <laughs> Where's the apostrophe? <laughs> apostrophe s. Uh, partner. I should, I should just tweet out all of our partners' nicknames. <laughs> <laughs> Because. I'm glad I didn't get that. I actually don't have one. No? So mine would have been boring. I wouldn't have gone with the dare there either. 
Do well, I guess your name is Jay, though. And that's the thing is yeah. I'm already at one syllable. Yeah, yeah, my exactly. full name is one syllable, so you can't really shorten that. Or... Nobody calls me Jay except for you guys. You serious? Yeah. Well, and I, I know mean, that it's... no one calls him Jay except for us. Yeah. I mean, my like some of my friends do, but mostly they call me Jason. Okay, so the tweet is, uh, so Andreas Babs' partner calls him Seal because we're both named Arctic animal pet names. It's something that I started. <laughs> nice. That's awesome. <laughs> there you go. No. It's not and... that embarrassing because it's something that we do on Facebook, but I think on Twitter, uh, okay, I'm, start, I'm starting to regret this. <laughs> oh, no. I'm, okay, cue, no, I'll, I'll put cue the uh, hashtag from a rose song, please. <laughs> Can you cue it? No, it's, it's based Ooh, strictly on the animal. It started because I, uh, I likened her to a puffin and a it's like what that's such an ah. obscure nickname. Yeah. So you probably see it on Facebook now. That's what we call each other. It's a little bit different there, but here is a little bit more confrontational. <laughs> Boom. You're gonna get a notification. Oh, I just got a notification <laughs> uh, on my phone. If you see this tweet before you listen to the episode, which that's impossible because you're currently listening to it. Yeah, it is. It is a singer because I, I can croon. I can croon really well. <laughs> that's exactly what it is. It has nothing to do with the blubbery sea creature. Uh, yeah, this is fun, guys. That was fun. That was this really was fun. fun. Yeah, we should do it again sometime. More embarrassing stuff. Yeah. More, uh, more next, raptors. Next time the Raptors win a championship. A yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> we got to do the face app thing and see how old we are. By the time that <laughs> Don't do that. The Russians are stealing your identity. <laughs> <laughs> or the Chinese. One of the two. This, somebody is. But yeah, that was great. Uh, I'm glad that we were able to sit down and uh, have an episode in person hopefully yeah. we can do it more often and uh jay where can we find you yeah you can find me on twitter at rosalosaurus uh find my writing on raptors hq um, i promised last week that i'd be working on a certain project i haven't got around to it so hopefully it should be up for next week um but yeah, uh, over to you, Dre. Where can we find you? And I believe you've already kind of plugged, but maybe you can remind <laughs> us all where your writing is. You can find me on Twitter at Andreas Babs. Uh, you can follow my film editorial and review website, Films Fatale, F-I-L-M-S-F-A-T-L-E dot com. I'm currently putting together the best films and performances and worst films of the decade. I've created a reader's poll, so you can enter your own films and performances, least favorite films, and see how well your film does in the reader's poll at mid-November. So, yeah, it's exciting. Please go fill it out and see if your film does well. Um, Jason, where can we find you? Cool. And again, I'm going to plug Dre again. Uh, he's going to be on Life and Repeat by Peter Kay uh, with the why the Raptors should or shouldn't or will or will not get a Christmas Day game. Spoilers, they're probably not going to. Nope. But you can find me on Twitter at uh, jlone 20 You can find us at That's a Rap Pod. And make sure to follow Raptors HQ um, on everything, social media. Also, if you're trying to find us on iTunes or Spotify or Stitcher, make sure you try to search up Raptors HQ because that's where we are. Hopefully, you guys um, follow us there and rate, review, and everything you have you guys been doing. Like it's it's kind of crazy. Even in the off season, we still have people tweeting at us and listening to us, and we love it. We thank you guys. So we're gonna keep on trying to knocking out these uh, these episodes for you until the season starts and we're back full force. But until next time, hopefully we do this again in person. But until next time, that's a wrap. At least the Alabama Raptors aren't going to be the New York Knicks. I'd rather be the Alabama Raptors. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs>